How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Oh, man, I think integrity is important to me. Passion for the game is important to me. Work ethic, dependability, growth mindset, grit. All those things factor in. You know, it's something that we uh, we really kind of focus on. You know, I mean, anyone can watch tape and assess how good a player can catch a football or bend his knees or make a tackle in space or block somebody. But to me, the secret sauce is really knowing the person. Tarek DaCosta met with the media yesterday, and he was talking about what the Ravens look for when they're scouting and eventually drafting players. You want the best players talent-wise, but you want players that are going to fit in, be part of the continuity, not disrupt things. And as he said, you know, anyone can can scout them from a physical standpoint, but got to get the leather couch out and kind of figure out who they are as people eventually. Yeah, that's a huge part of it because you want to know what you're getting. And the biggest reason, Bob, is, is, I mean, and that's a job for your scouts because the scouts are the ones that go into the schools. The scouts are the ones that have the relationships with the, the coaches, the trainers, um, the academic people. You meet with all those people so you can learn as much as you can about the athlete, about the player. Because if, if he doesn't like to work, I mean, I mean, if a guy doesn't love the game and he doesn't like to work, you got to push him to work. I don't want that guy because how's he going to get better? You want guys that love the game, passionate about it, and have football intelligence. They're smart guys. Yeah, and they're good guys in the locker room. Those are the same kind of stuff that Eric's talking about. I mean, that's why they say play like a Raven, and those are all the things that they look for in a guy that they want to draft that plays like a Raven. Smart, tough, competitive, loves the game. You know, the compete, man. You know, because all the things that Eric just mentioned, Bob, they they don't take talent. They, they take nothing to do with talent. It's all about the guy off the field and what you're getting in the locker room. Smitty and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan, NFL Lunch. Now let's get to the grades here. Came out today. NFL Players Association, that's them, the players, voting on their organizations. We talked about treatment of families for the Ravens. I'm just going down the list in order. B-, minus, which was ninth out of 32. Never eaten at one winning drive, full disclosure. I have. But food, cafeteria, C+. Plus. I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I don't Maybe... I, I don't know. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times, and they, you know, they have salad bar, they have soups, they have sandwiches, they have hot food. 
I, I don't. What do they want, Ruth Chris? Or I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I would assume Jerry Coleman might be more of an appropriate judge of their uh, food choices. There, nutritionist and dietitian B minus, which is 19th out of 32. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have a nutrition. You know, I mean, the nutritionist there to help anybody that want. I'm sure they give them a program. You know, if a guy needs to lose weight, gain weight. That's what your nutritionist is there for. Plus, the nutritionist is there to put the foods in the cafeteria that are good for you. Locker room B minus. I've I've never been in a locker room. Be totally honest, Bob. I've never been in their locker room, so I don't know what it's like. That would have been a good one for Cordell to ask about the locker room. Um, I don't know. You know, do they want it like these college locker rooms that you know for recruiting? You got to have. Everything in in uh, imaginable in there that uh, you know cleans your cleans everything while it sits there and airs it out and does all those things. I don't I don't know. I mean, Bob, when when we played when I played in high school, it stunk so bad. You walk into that locker room, you know, because stuff hangs there for days. Or the gym with the sweaty jocks and the sweat socks. By oh. the way, wash your feet, people. Anyway. Here's what the Ravens players said talking about the locker room. B minus. 93% of the players feel like the locker room is big enough. Okay. Only 66% of the players feel like they have enough room in their individual lockers. So apparently when it comes to locker size, they're one of the worst. Small locker. In the NFL. And the team added couches and TVs to the middle of the locker room. So the players do have a little relaxation area, which I guess pacified them based on the needs from last season. Yeah, and the players probably would prefer to have like a like a game room, you know, off the locker room, which gives you more room in the locker room. Because, Bob, when you have everybody at camp, you got to bring more lockers in there because you probably have 90 guys. And then all of a sudden you clear out a bunch of lockers. So, um, yeah, I, you know, they just want a lot of bells and whistles, Bob. Training room, C+. Again, just tuning in, NFL Lunch. These are the Ravens players by way of the NFLPA. They did a survey. They voted. This is them talking about the team they play for. C+, for the training room, only 79% of the players feel like they have enough full-time trainers, which was 28th overall. Only 74% of the players feel like they have enough full-time physical therapist, which was 25th overall. 80% of the players feel like they have enough hot tub space. Mm-hmm. Only 76% of the players feel like they have enough cold tub space. And I mean, all of this is in the 20s there. And players want more staff and more resources in the training room. A lack of training staff makes it difficult to recover and be prepared to play well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how many that usually, Bob, also you have, you know, you have your head trainer, you have assistants, and then you have usually some interns and stuff, too. And like when I was in Washington in San Fran, um, a lot of the players, they like to use their own masseuse. Like they'll go get them at night um, and they don't want that in the facility. So I, I don't I don't know. I mean, how, how many people do you, you can't have one for everybody. Now, training staff. Yeah. I mean, they've upgraded here. B minus. 82% of the players feel like they receive enough one on one treatment. 
and that's still only 24th overall. Players feel that the training staff moderately contributes to their success. Moderately, see, I, I would say moderate's like it's it's okay, it's acceptable, but yeah, I don't like great. I, I I think the biggest part of it is is when you've got an injury, do they get you back quicker, and do they give you the treatment that's needed? And and the biggest thing is is how quick can you get me back? That, right. That's the thing. Strength coaches last year, Nolan, they were what F minus? Yes, they're a B. This year was voted by the players. They changed. 90% of the players feel like they get an individualized plan. The players feel that the strength coaches moderately contribute to their success. And both in the 20s, by the way. Players are ha- Here we go. This is the big one. Players are happy with the change in the strength coach and feel they have a better working relationship and can be more productive. Yeah. To me, the strength coach, the, the thing with the strength coach as a as a GM and as a head coach, that's where you get all your information from because that's where the players spend the most time. And who knows the players the best is the strength coaches. They're with them more than, than anybody. They're with them, you know, in April and those types of things. And, Bob, about them getting them, um, improving them, I, I think they're a big part of it. The only thing is, is like in college, they're almost with you year-round. So they can help you even more. Whereas in the pros, they're not with you year round. And a lot of times during the football season and stuff, it's just maintenance type stuff. And then when they have their off time, they're heading back to wherever to work with their guys. Now, team travel. I mean, you want to be happy when you're traveling and you wake up for your game. C minus, which is 21st. 88% of the players feel like they have a comfortable amount of space. During flights, twelfth mm-hmm. overall. Keep in mind these are big men, and there's only so many first class seats on a plane, Bob. And a lot of times, you know, you're going by seniority. And the Ravens are one of seven teams that require some of their players to have roommates the night before a game. Now, both NFL teams I was with had roommates. You know, and it costs twice as much. You know, if you don't have a roommate a lot of guys like to have like steve young brent jones room together all the time you know and and because with steve young having brent jones it kind of calms you know calms you down have another guy to talk to now let's get to the head coach this is the players again nfl pa these are the ravens talking about john harbaugh he gets a b plus which is 20th out of 32 teams Hey, Kevin Stefanski just won Coach of the Year. Got a B-minus. 79% of the players feel that John Harbaugh is efficient with their time, which is 25th overall. Explain what that means. What? How much more time effectiveness do they want from the head coach here? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is is meetings. You know, that it's not – what you don't want is you don't want wasted time and you don't want to meet to meet. Just you're having meetings to have meetings. No, make it beneficial, make it worthwhile. And then when you're not, you can get them out of the building. Don't you, you know, a lot of coaches like to just keep their players around um, because they can meet with them forever. No, make their time efficient. And because nowadays, Bob, you don't have to sit in the facility and watch film. You know, you got the iPads, you got all that. So you can do a lot of stuff at home. And players, they, they want to get out of their 
too. And the players feel that John Harbaugh is somewhat willing to listen to the locker room. Uh, you know, good head coach. Well, you have your committee that you listen to pretty much. You know, you, you have your veteran committee that kind of comes to you with any issues that you meet with once a week that comes. Is there any, any issues in the locker room, anything coming on? You know, that's, that's usually who he deals with. You know, the leaders of the group is what he deals with. And then owner, talking about Steve Bishotti, A, got a Fonzie, A. Club owner Steve Bishotti receives a rating of 9.6 out of 10 from Ravens players when considering his willingness to invest in the facilities, which is fourth overall. Yeah, I would say the Owings Mills facility, Bob, is probably as good as it gets in the NFL. If not, it's it's extremely high. And then look at all the money that they put into the stadium to to make that better and stuff. He's not afraid to, to have nice things out there. I mean, and the fields are great. Uh, is there a, is there a grade on the f- like practice fields and stuff? The, their fields are excellent. I mean, they have a ton of people that work out there and take care of the fields and stuff. So yeah, I I uh, I would agree with that after you know being out there quite a bit. And then uh, real quick, Kansas City, the Chiefs. Who won what? Three Super Bowls here last five years. They get an F minus ownership. Club owner Clark Hunt receives a rating of four point nine out of ten from Chiefs players when considering his willingness to invest in the facilities. So it sounds like how much he's willing to spend to upgrade what we got to deal with here. And uh, Andy Reid got an A plus, which is number one. Gave high ratings to Andy Reid, making him the highest rated coach in the NFL. He seems like a jolly good fella that uh, gets along great with his player. And I think he has a presence and he's extremely creative. And, and Bob, I'll bet you, you know, the teams that win, they'll probably get higher grades than I, who uh, McDaniels was last, I think, wasn't he on that list? I, I think for coaches, which, you know, he doesn't talk to anybody. So those kind of, I think Andy is very open. You look at him in the locker room when they're afterwards celebrating and stuff. You can you can kind of tell that the players like respect him. Yeah, McDaniel's got a D from the Raiders, which was the lowest grade of all Staley of the Staley got a higher one? Staley got let's see here. He got a B. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Game day management wasn't. It's being at 81057. The fan will come back, give you an Orioles update. Stay tuned for that. Address a little bit of Mel Kuyper's first mock draft as uh, Mel Kuyper broke down what the Ravens could do at pick number 30. All of this is to be determined. And then Walt Williams will be joining us bottom of the hour preview Maryland Northwestern tonight. A game you can hear on the fan. Our coverage starts at 6. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, 
the big tournament or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread, Chardonnay. Amy, Mick Ultra. Vinny and Amy. 105.7 The Fan. Orioles take it on the Twins. Down at Fort Myers. Dean Kramer struggling here. First inning. Couple hits. A run in already. But Dane Kramer. Going to be part of the rotation again. Can't panic over your first spring training outing. You want to be a little more effective than he's been, obviously. But Dean Kramer getting touched up a little bit right now. So the Orioles take it on the Twins. Birds themselves, by the way, they go three up, three down in the top of the first against Minnesota down at Fort Myers. Mullins flies out. Santander lines out. And O'Hearn, he strikes out. More updates we get in the next 40 minutes. We will share them with you for sure. Mel Kuyper Jr., Baltimore Zone. Mock draft today on ESPN.com. Ravens have the 30th pick in the draft. We'll get to that in a second. But to give you the top five, according to Mel, which will change, I'm assuming. Bears go Caleb Williams at number one. Ryan Poles yesterday basically said, we're going to do right by Justin Fields. And if we're going to trade him, we're going to trade him before free agency starts here in a couple of weeks. It sounds like Justin Fields has played his last game with the Chicago Bears and all of the hubbub that Caleb Williams didn't want to go to Chicago. That appears to be sort of a interweb fodder, if anything. Yeah, I would think the only thing that could screw that up, Bob, if he was a total jerk in their interviews and stuff, which I don't anticipate that. I think he's probably probably a polished guy if he wants to be. Well, and the fact that a lot of press about him has been negative, petulant, spoiled, his yep. dad's a meddler, and... You know, I don't know if any of that's true, by the way. I don't know this guy personally or his dad, but, you know, the talent is immense. Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, the thing about it is, is um, are you listening to any of that? Your scouts and, you know, the GM polls, he's probably been out to SC a couple times and they've talked to everybody out there. You, you can only get real stuff if you have a relationship with a coach or somebody there. Otherwise, you know, they can't because, Bob, if 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 you go out, how many times have we seen where, you know, a coach told the truth to somebody and then it got out and then the players all, you know, gets all pissed off and then everybody's mad at the coach for telling the truth when you got to protect your players. Now, Washington has the second pick and Mel's got Jaden Daniels, LSU going there to the commanders. There's always a possibility but the probability that Washington could move up to one. Because Caleb Williams makes the most. They just hired Cliff Kingsbury, who was his coach at Oklahoma. Or, excuse me, was there in uh, USC last year. He's from the DMV. Right. I mean, that's his locale. It would be a perfect scenario for him. But long shot for this to become a reality here. And how much of a consolation prize would Jaden Daniels be? Yeah, we're going to find out. I, I think what Mel, you know, gave the reasoning why Daniels over May was it's a better fit for haircut. 
you know, with his style of offense. That was the biggest reason. And Bob, back to Caleb Williams. I, I sometimes going back to your home area, you know, you got your homies, you got it. A lot of times it's not a good thing to go back home. You got a lot of people, a lot of people want tickets. A lot of people want this. A lot of people grabbing, wanting things from you. Um, he may be better off in Chicago. Hey, Chase Young, after a great start. I mean, he's same thing. He's from DeMatha down there. Well, how about Hyattsville? Uh, the, the Ohio State court, the one that got Haskins. Haskins. Yeah, same thing with Haskins, too. New England goes Drake May at number three. I mean, Bob, they they don't they haven't won. They, they don't win unless they have a quarterback. And that's that's where they got to start. I, I think that's kind of a no-brainer for them and Washington. So that means Mac Jones. Oh, Mac Jones. Yeah. Bombadita, Bombadita, happy trails he'll, to you. He'll be a backup or he'll – I mean, it sounds like, Bob, that that quarterback room was all messed up. The the rookie who was there at his past, he didn't even meet with them in the because uh, Mac Jones and Zappy or whatever, they were like at an odds. So it was a tough quarterback room. And I blame that some on the quarterback coach. Number four overall, Arizona goes Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, if there's a can't-miss guy, if we want to go there, he appears to be the guy and for sure. Size, speed. His dad was a Hall of Famer. He had production at Ohio State. Yeah. Made big plays in big games. Major need because Marquise uh, Brown's free agent there. Number five, Chargers, J.C. Latham, offensive tackle. One of the many offensive yeah. tackles expected to go high in this year's draft out of uh, Alabama there. Now, Mel originally had Bowser there, tight end. But, Brock Bowers. Or Bowers, I'm sorry. Bowser's from Shanana, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he put Latham there because Harbaugh. Likes to run the ball, likes to be physical. Same thing with John. You talk about the old line. That that left the Alabama. He'll be a right tackle for them because uh, they got the Northwestern Slater on the left side, who's really good, and that's a, like a three hundred and sixty pound right tackle. G roll love them, you know, because they can run the ball. And G roll G roll loves old linemen, running backs, and tight end hates receivers. Uh, by the way, uh, Mel has Bowers going number 10 to the Jets. Q, little uh, addition for you. J.J. McCarthy, 12 to Denver. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson wants to stay. Doesn't sound like he's going to have much of a choice when it's all said and done. Yeah. Well, it's, it sounds like, Bob, I mean, he's just saying what he's got to say um, right now, Russell Wilson. They're playing, uh, they're playing a game between the two because for them to trade him, they're going to have he, – he's owed like $37 million next year. So they're, they're gonna have Hello. to they're gonna have to eat to trade him, Bob, to get anything. They're gonna have to eat like twenty five mil, Denver. So they're gonna have to eat twenty five mil and then trade him. All right, let's get back to the Ravens because again, it's fluid. This is all going to no change because uh, they're doing the combine hasn't really started yet in regards to on the field. But Ravens have the thirtieth pick, and this fills a need. Mel has uh, Kamari Lassiter. Uh, out of Georgia, coming in here, cornerback, ready to rock and roll, plug and play. Yeah, well, the nice thing about that is, is um, you know, Todd Munkin would know him, and he'd have gone against him every day in practice and the one-on-ones and stuff. So you got uh, really good intel there. Here's an interesting one, though, talking about needs. Chop Robinson going 31 to San Francisco, started at Maryland, now at Penn State. 
He goes the very next pick. You got a corner. You got a pass rusher. Yeah. Oh, the quandary. Eric DaCosta. Well, the thing the thing with Eric is is let's say that there's they're sitting at thirty, and there's four or five guys that he still really likes at thirty. Then I think he backs up. But then when you say okay, we can if we have the opportunity, we can back up, but we can only back up three or four spots, you know, because then it drops off for us. So I mean, those are the kind of things that Eric will have to deal with when he's on on the clock and in the pass rusher i mean chase young it's gonna be interesting to see bob i don't i don't know if he's gonna i don't think he's gonna get paid a ton of money. he's gonna have to do a one-year prove it deal too i think it's video haiti 1057 the fan orioles i think trail minnesota because i'm reading here and keep in mind i've been watching baseball pretty much the entire time i've been walking the face of the planet orioles are winning well yeah hayes doubled the right and then arias hit a two-run bomb Nice. And then the score here says two, yeah, two one Orioles because it had, yeah, there you go. Minnesota, they scored one as uh, Dean Kramer scuffled there yeah. in the uh, first inning there. So the Orioles are uh, leading Ramona Rios, breaking out the whipping stick. It's Vinny at Haiti, 1057 The Fan. When we come back, Walt Williams is going to be joining us. Preview Maryland Northwestern coming up tonight. Our coverage starts at 6. And then it's a funhouse trip with Nolan McGraw before Inside Access takes over at 2. Sports on demand. On demand. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. You just heard during Nolan's update. Maryland Northwestern tonight. 7 o'clock tip. Xfinity Center, you can hear it on The Fan. Here to preview that. Talk about some other college hoops happenings. Maryland legend. Part of the Maryland Radio crew, and he's a friend of our show. He's on the WGK Logist Hotline. Let's welcome in the Wizard, Walt Williams. Walt, what's happening? How you doing, brother? Doing all right, dude. Always great to talk to you. Uh, Terps aren't all that great at home. Well, they're better at home than they have been on the road. Northwestern's coming in here, and they're not all that great on the road when they're almost dominant at home. As a matter of fact, we're not here to talk gambling. Maryland, at least from what I saw earlier, is favored to win this game. Talk about that disparity in this day and age where, you know, the home court advantage can be so dominant for one team, and then playing on the road, it's like they've never played basketball before. Well, I mean, especially those things are paramount when you're talking about how much parity it is uh, amongst the teams. So they are so even right now, and just those little disparities will give a team advantages. You know, being able to sleep in your own bed, have a familiar um, uh, a way of doing things on game day, as opposed to, you know, traveling, and then you're, you're sleeping in foreign places and, you know, having to adapt to where you are. So those little things can make a difference when you're talking about teams that are so uh, evenly matched. And a lot of been talked about this week, Walt, about court storming, speaking of uh, home court advantages, your opinion on this as what? Well, I don't know. It's kind of tough because we're talking about Duke guys from Duke, so I might not be as objective. Yeah, about I was kind of hoping that would have been Ray Lewis <laughs> running that dude over to me. <laughs> but hey, look, you know, you when you're out there on the court and, and things like that happen, uh, normally you're, you're paying attention and you're making sure uh, uh, that you're staying out of the way or you're, you're um, avoiding people and things like that. It seemed like to me that he tried to trip that that kid running or what have you, and then he uh, uh, suffered 
suffered the uh, uh, suffered an injury from that. So, I mean, you know, hey, when Caitlin Clark, she was out there running on the court and somebody ran into her, you know, um, hey, we wasn't talking about stopping the celebration then. So I don't know what makes it go to another level when we're talking about these guys here. But, um, you know, that's a, that's a part of the game and you understand that. And, uh, you know, hey, but I can understand people uh, wanting to make sure the players are safe and everything like that. But, you know, it happens. Uh, we, we understand that people are running out on the court and so you try to react accordingly and, and stay out of the way. Walt Maryland's coming off the win against Rutgers. It was not a beautiful thing to watch, but it's a win nonetheless. You have three games left. Try to get to 500 in the league. Still put you at a disadvantage because you don't have a lot of quad one wins and all of the fun stuff that you're judged by nowadays. If you're Kevin Willard down this home stretch, what are you saying to your guys as you know you're up against it here if you're trying to dance? Well, yeah, you, you want to finish out uh, the season on a good note, you know, finishing up, playing well against these final uh, final three opponents. Um, you talk about uh, the Rutgers game. It was not an attractive game, uh, but we got it done. But you can't expect uh, teams to shoot 37% from the field, 18% from the three-point line, you know. And so uh, things that can be consistent is, you know, out-rebounding teams. Uh, we we out-rebounded Rutgers 42 to 29, got 15 offensive rebounds. That's that's giving you extra possession. So those things are always key, uh, making sure we're assisting, um, uh, passing it to each other, and the guys are finishing. You know, in that Northwestern game, we played them earlier in the season. Only four guys scored in the, in the game. And so you, that's, that is not a remedy for success. You need uh, total team effort. Uh, J.Y., he was unbelievable in that game, scoring 36 points. But uh, you, you need other guys to make their imprint on the game in order for, uh, for you to have team success. Now, since Maryland played Northwestern last, they lose Ty Berry, who was next to Boo Booey, arguably their best player. But uh, Ryan Longborg has really stepped up in his absence. What about Northwestern? It's going to make them a tough matchup for Maryland tonight. Well, once again, it seems like every Big Ten team is a a solid defensive team. So it's going to put pressure on us to be able to score the basketball to some extent. Um, I think that uh, we are a very good defensive uh, team as well. We've been consistent on that end. Uh, but you're going to have to score. Um, the, like Once again, the last time we played Northwestern came down to the end. And uh, Boo Boo, he just, made some, uh, he just made some sensational plays down the end to win the game for him. So uh, I think that, uh, like once again, we, we have to have more than four guys contributing on the offensive end. Um, and uh, we, we're capable of doing that. So uh, defense, we've been solid. We've been solid on that end. So it's just about making sure other guys can contribute on the offensive end and, and they're feeling comfortable being aggressive going to the basket. So uh, we need to get to the free throw line if we're not able to hit threes. And so that's going to be uh, from our mentality of, of getting into the paint. And, you know, Juju had a sensational game against the against Rutgers. He has to be similar today. He has to play like that uh, against Northwestern. And, uh, and he's capable of doing that. So I think that will be the key for us to be able to uh, have guys who contribute on the offensive end and not just put it in JY's lap. Hey, Walt, have you seen the um, Queen kid play? And if you have, how will he fit in? Well, I have seen some highlights of him. What I can tell you is, man, he has some great hands. 
Uh, he can catch the ball in traffic finish. Um, he's a fantastic passer. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of Embiid, the way he can pass the ball from the top of the key area and uh, be, and and as uh, a threat uh, from that from that position. So, um, and the biggest thing I think he brings to the table is I think that because of how highly ranked he is, that other players will uh, find him uh, uh, find it attractive to play with him. And so I think that's the biggest advantage he brings to the table is that he will have. Have, uh, he will uh, um, have other guys uh, want to play alongside him. And so, uh, you know, that uh, ups our level of recruiting. He's the wizard, Walt Williams, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Walt, last thing for you, Monty Williams went off a couple of nights ago on the refs after uh, they got host. Let's be honest. There was a missed yeah, call. Absolutely. Even the officials admitted after the game. Oh, sorry about that. You know, yeah. we'll try to do better. But uh, have you seen a decline in the officiating at the NBA level? You played in the league for over 10 years. Is it really as bad as, uh, you know, we tend to notice it to be? Because these mistakes are real egregious, it seems. Oh, man, I think it's always been bad. You there know, you I complain about the officials all the time. I think what highlights things now is that those officials come back afterwards and let you know, yeah, we did make this mistake. Beforehand, it was just our own psyche that said, yeah, they didn't make the calls when they needed to, but it was nothing to confirm that. And nowadays it is. So it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a little bit, a little bit tougher uh, to deal with. But I mean, you know, hey, they're human beings. They're going to make mistakes. But uh, that was just egregious. I mean, and then right after that, you call the and one uh, to finish the game off. So, I mean, it was it was just bad, you know, and uh, I think the, the way Monty handled it was appropriate. You know, uh, it was it's been very frustrating for him. He's been having to deal with this all season when you when you hear him talk about those things. And so uh, having a record that the Detroit Pistons have and, and you know, they've been close in some game, a, lot, a few games. And so, uh, man, I, I just got to imagine that as frustrating. But hey, they got themselves together, he regrouped, uh, got over it, and they came back the next night and got a win. So uh, that's a credit to, to Marnie and his coaching staff and also uh, uh, the players. I know if it was me, I would have eaten a nice stiff drink after that game. <laughs> nice vodka. Where would I have gone for that one, Walt Williams? Oh, man, you got to try to clutch vodka, <laughs> um, 100% corn, gluten-free, no sugar, no carbs. The biggest thing about uh, as our brand is that now we partner with the uh, – uh, one Maryland Collective, the NIL, NIL program with the University of Maryland. So every bottle sale, uh, a portion of that goes to, to support uh, the student athletes. We wanted to be able to give back in some way and then also have the uh, community be a, uh, have an opportunity be, to be a part of it. So uh, we came up with this idea right here, and uh, hopefully it'll be something great. Well, appreciate the time as always. We'll talk to you next week. All right, thanks, buddy. There he is, the Wizard Walt Williams. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back, go to the fun house, give you a score score update for the Orioles. And the Orioles sign another familiar name to a minor league deal, and it's not Julio Tehran. Vinny and Haney, put your headphones in and ignore your coworkers. 105.7. The fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, Woman Crush Wednesday, Orioles 3-1 over the Twinkies. Ramon Arias, three ribbies, two-run jack, two singles in Cedric Mullins. So the Orioles lead the Twins, 3-1 Fort Myers, top of the third. Dean Kramer goes two innings there after a shaky first inning, unscathed in the second. So the Orioles and Twins getting it on. And we talked earlier today about the Orioles signing Julio Tehran 
to a minor league deal, which they've made official, Nolan. They also bring in Colton Wong, two-time gold glove winner for the St. Louis Cardinals. Was an everyday player for the Brewers just two years ago. 2023 wasn't all that great in Seattle or the Dodgers. Left-handed stick. He is 33 years old, but this guy was one of the top rookies 10 years ago with St. Louis. And now he's coming to Baltimore looking to uh, earn a spot on the roster. Very Adam Frazier. uh, Odor. Rugnet Odor-like, but with a much higher defensive upside here. Well, I was going to say a little bit different than those signings because, you know, it's coming this late into spring training. It is a minor league deal, so I think that tells you how they feel about him. But I was convinced that they weren't going to see fit to make any sort of veteran addition in their infield because there's just too much competition. Now, again, this one, you're trying to put together a bit of a reclamation project here. So, you know, this guy doesn't have big expectations coming in, but I don't know. Low expectations, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, he got a little pop in his bat, too. He's not going to win any batting titles, but he's got a little uh, little juice to get it over that right field wall. At the very least, add some infield depth if you can convince him if he has to to go to the minor league. So Colton Wong, there's a name you know. He was signed today by the Orioles. We're back tomorrow. Total request Thursday. Inside access coming up here in a matter of minutes, followed by Maryland basketball. Nolan, let's go home. Fun house. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Start with this one here from Jason in Lutherville, who says Do you think Justin Matabike is truly a next level talent? Or did he have a solid year because of scheme and other pass rush threats like Clowney and Van Noy uh, also drawing attention? If those guys aren't back, will he take a step back with his numbers, Matabike, that is, next season? Well, if, if they don't have guys that threaten people on the outside, because who got doubled or chipped most time in every game? Clowney. So what does that do? That turns Matabike free. So he won a, one, a lot of one-on-one battles, and he's an outstanding run player, too. So will it affect him? Yeah, if they don't have anybody that threatens from the outside, he's going to be the guy getting doubled all the time. So that will definitely affect his numbers. And with all due respect, he had more than a solid year. He had a monster season. <laughs> yeah. Michael Pierce had a solid year. He had one of the better, best defensive tackle years probably in a long, better than any Raven ever had at that spot. No concerns with the scheme, though. You mentioned their change in coordinator. It's going to be the same scheme. Right. Same scheme. So uh, I don't see. I, I think the key factor is going to be the uh, the pass rushers. Uh, this is another one here from Mike says, how is Lamar the MVP if all the Ravens' best scoring games came because of the defense giving the offense strong field position, the strength of the run game, etc.? Uh, I agree those things a major factor. That's why I question Lamar winning MVP. No, they, they don't win a game without Lamar. Lamar Lamar's a major factor in them winning any game. If he doesn't play well, if Lamar plays well, they, they'll beat anybody. If he plays bad, they'll struggle. That's the only guy on that team that you can say that about. Uh, and one more here from Howard in Baltimore. Talking Terps says, been a Maryland fan since Len Bias, but this year's team just flat out stinks. 
Uh, they already have as many losses as they had last year. Only watched a handful of games. Those have been a struggle to get through. Would you say Kevin Willard is regressing, and would you consider his seat to be warm? I don't think it's warm yet because, you know, he's getting a lot of money, and it's not like the Maryland Athletic Department's flush with cash. If he leaves, it might be to take another job. Louisville, for instance, could be something to keep an eye on. But have they regressed? Yeah. They got one of the oldest teams in the country, and they barely show up. They play consistent defense. You can't deny it. But offensively, they're challenged. I mean, even the win against uh, Rutgers, they shot 40%, 30%, 60%. Rutgers is just that much worse than them offensively. But regression for sure. Warm seat. I mean, is Maryland even a destination job anymore? That's something we could have a discussion about as time rolls on here. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Favor, back tomorrow. Total request Thursday, inside access coming up next, followed by those Terps against Northwestern. Maryland actually favored in this game, at least according to my one eye that works. We'll be back tomorrow for Dolan McGraw, Vinny Serato. I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk in the morning. For now, class is finished. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.